Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, Satellite Sisters. We're excited to announce our new weekly newsletter, Pep Talk. That's right. It's happening. A little pep talk in your inbox on Fridays. Every issue will be short and sweet with podcast highlights, our recommendations for books, TVs, and films that are going to keep you entertained, plus recipes and other, you know, tidbits. And of course, there'll be a little pep talk because we all need that right now, don't we? It's the perfect newsletter to enjoy and then share with your satellite sisters and misters. You can find sign-up links all over the place, on our social media, on our website, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. We would love to have you sign up for Pep Talk now. Thanks. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a satellite sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being with us today. It is January 5th, 2021. I'm Leanne Dolan here in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and a producer, and uh, I have a new motto for this year. So I'm not going to just toss out happy to be here. Uh, So you have to stay tuned to hear what that is. Oh, well, I'll be here, Leanne. This is Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I'm a podcaster. I'm also an empty nester and a grandmother of five children. But most importantly, Leanne, I think my most important credential going into 2021 is I am the oldest sister and you are the youngest sister. And this is one occasion in 2021 as they start that vaccine rollout. um, The oldest get to go first, Leanne. Okay. (laughs) And I don't feel the least bit badly about it either. Okay. That's good. After, you know, after all the, you know, our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, when we get the green light, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in line. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And you're not. Maybe you don't, you don't feel bad, but I feel a little bad that you're allotting this over me, but okie doke. No, you guys go, go get your vaccine. And those of us who are so much younger will wait our turn. Uh, I know that I've done the vaccine tracker and 30 million Californians get their vaccine before me. So okay. I'm just being very patient, okay. but I'm happy for you. Get yep. those vaccines. You bet. Uh, today, Liz is off, but we managed to put together a full show, even without Liz. Uh, as, as I said before, we're going to go through our mottos and words of the of the of for the year, for 2021. Uh, people contributed their own on the Facebook group, so it was great to see that. Um, oh, you know, I read a funny story in the New York Times, Julie, about people's pandemic regrets, like things they might have stocked up on or bought and um, and uh, and then realized, like, I didn't need this at all. So I just tossed it up on our Facebook group to see if anybody else. Regrets. Oh, we got some fantastic answers. So oh, we're yeah, going to go through that. People have been hoarding and prepping and uh, they overcommitted to, you know, complete categories of things. And it's really funny to read. I know. It's so funny. All right, Julie, you have ins and outs for the year. So that's good. We want to be on trend at all time here at Satellite Sisters. 
That's right. We're going forward with that. Yes. Yeah, so I have some some good ins and outs uh, with like your opinions. You need to weigh in on these. Uh, but we certainly want to be with the times. Right, Leanne? We always Absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk about entertaining sisters. We're going to talk about Bridgerton, uh, which everyone's Bridgerton. talking about. We're, we're in on that. And then we have lots of book recommendations today. So uh, so stay tuned. So hold on there. But uh, Julie, what'd you do? How was the holiday? What'd you do for uh, your couple weeks holiday, off? You know, we have been uh, uh, very careful here in Dallas. Uh, we sit, my husband and I and our dogs sit in our house, but we decided that we would drive to, we have a place in Colorado and we decided we would sit in the house in Colorado for a change of scenery. So we did that. But Leanne, we took up a new sport, uh, winter 2021, and it is the fastest growing winter sport um, this year. And I'm talking about snowshoeing. Have you ever done that? I have done sh- snowshoeing. I like snowshoeing because it's not uphill. I know you're. I know you're suspicious because you, you hate hiking. Yeah. Uh, generally, well, you like to walk, and that's. I like to walk. That's. Yeah thing about snowshoeing it, right it has a very low barrier to entry which is essentially the only skill you need is the ability to walk okay you don't need to be a mountaineer you don't need to you know you can go at your own speed um but the thing is it is um it's a very good sport for winter 2021 because um because of covid uh, it's an outdoor sport you can social distance, you can get off the beaten track, um, and it's gaining a lot of popularity, Leon. And now the snowshoes, I know if if you're not familiar, you think, oh, those are those giant tennis rackets you put on your, uh, on your uh, feet. Uh, they look very awkward. No, no, no. Now they have sort of these aluminum frame snowshoes that are, you know, with spike so- soles that are very good for, uh, for, um, for walking around. And so, we tried it, but we but before we tried it, Leon, we watched a video because isn't that how you learn how to do everything? Yes, yes. yes. You watch the video. If you Google Google snowshoeing, uh, the LL Bean uh, uh, snowshoeing tutorial comes up right away. Okay, and so I clicked on that, and very nice gentleman from LL Bean. Um, he was he was there, and he said, "Now before you start on your snowshoeing, you might want to get yourself a backpack." Oh, LL Bean bag sells backpacks, <laughs> and you might want to add one layer of warmth. Oh, LL Bean sells uh, a little down vest. Be sure to um, pack a bottle of water. Oh, LL Bean once again, they have very nice water bottles. And he said because you're doing this outside in the cold, you might also want to bring a small thermos of something hot. Oh, and guess what? LL Bean sells one of those. And then finally, he said, because it gets dark very early um, in the winter, you might want to get yourself a LL Bean headlamp. Okay, so we are laughing at this like that's a lot of product placing before they're actually teaching you how to uh, snowshoe. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, we, you know, it's basically they you know, we watched the um, watch the video. It helped us to, to assume a wide stance. Um, and we went snowshoeing with our, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law in Steamboat Springs, up on top of Rabbit Ears Pass, in um, in sort of the outback area, but on a trail. We were on a designated trail, and it was going to be a two-hour little snowshoe loop we were going to do, and that was fun. Well, Leanne, we got so lost, okay? Wow. <laughs> it just... 
Then weather set in. It got very, you know, at the beginning, we could see where we were going because it was the middle of the day. We started at nine o'clock in the morning, Uh, you know, but then some weather came in and there was very low clouds. We couldn't see, we could, we could barely see in front of us. We saw there and started to snow heavily. The trail was not visible. We were, you know, if you tried to retrace what we did, we were like snowshoeing in circles. We'd go up one way. No, 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 this isn't right. We come back the other way. We were completely lost. Six. Hmm. Were you wishing, were you wishing that you had that headlamp at that point? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> or that thermos of hot liquid. Uh-huh. Plan. Uh, we didn't even have a water bottle. Okay. Did oh, not, oh I, my gosh. No, no. We are, we were just, cause it was just going to be two little hours just tromping around. Oh my gosh. We got so lost. I really thought we were going to have to do some kind of helicopter rescue. Uh, yeah. No, that would have been embarrassing for the yes, whole family. Yes, so it thanks. It would have been, it would have been. <laughs> so, um, but we, uh, fortunately my husband managed to navigate with some just some basics, some north, south, east, and west on yeah. his cell phone. We we made it back, uh, but some lessons were learned. Uh, so no more mocking the LL Bean. Uh, uh, go if you're going to snowshoe, you may want to get yourself a little backpack and put some provisions in it. So, but I'm happy to be here because it you know it was for a couple minutes there it was pretty, <laughs> a couple hours it was pretty serious <laughs> when we didn't know where we were. Okay, here, I'm back, I'm back. So that's my hair-raising story. Okay, fantastic. Well, you know, one time we did have a hiking experience like this. Again, I've done hiking before, and mainly it's because of experiences like that that I just think, what is the point? But you only don't bring the water once, and then you're like, I'm not going to the grocery store without water, because I, you just never know. So you'll never do that again. No. Not bring water, but at least you'll go snowshoeing. It looks fun. Our sister bend I see it's a good it's a good yeah yeah well I was wondering what the rest of America does on New Year's Day as for the first time in a very long time there was no rose parade or rose game here in Pasadena California and you know the rose parade is really a week of festivities like Christmas happens but then things really heat up here and a million people show up and it's a fun long day and we go to the parade and we watch the game and there's the blimp circling overhead and there are military flybys all day long and like with no game and no parade that is the longest day of the year new year's <laughs> new year's day what do people do welcome, welcome to our world you sit around and take down the christmas tree and holiday decorations and you eat leftovers and stale stolen that's about it leanne you know it's, it's- a- it's really a letdown. I yep. just, I thought, when is this day going to end? So I am happy that the Rose Parade is planning on being back on in 2022 because I'm ready for it already. I missed it a ton. Uh, so I can't wait. Um, but first, our mottos of the year. Okay, so this started out about a decade ago. I started coming up with a theme for the year, a phrase for the year that was going to set the tone rather than a resolution uh, for the year, something I actually had to do. And over the years, I've had things like, you know, do the work and happy to be here and let's dance and all kinds of things. And I have to say, they have really set the tone for me many years where I just kind of, uh, you know, live by that motto every year. So I'm always happy to pass them on. Uh, So, but it took me a while to cook up something for 2021. So I'm going to tell you about mine in a sec, but Julie, what's yours? 
Well, last year, you know, mine was start each day with hope. And who knew that that was going to be such an important motto for the year, right? I mean, oh, it's so I mean, not catchy. Start each day with hope. Can I just say it's not that catchy, but it did oh, turn out okay, to be. But it worked for me. Okay. Yeah. And you know okay. what? I needed a lot of hope last year. Okay. But this year, my motto, are you ready for this? Is what are you waiting for? That's oh, okay. This year. okay, so yes, it is a reference to everything that we didn't get to do in 2020, but it's also a reference to where I am in my life, okay? I mean, what am I waiting for? Like, it's, it's like, not like I'm getting any younger. I think we established at the beginning of this podcast that I am the oldest sister. So what am I waiting for, okay? It's a, an approach. It is also an approach to my tackling my natural uh, tendencies towards procrastination. Okay. So it is, uh, I want to say, I want to say that, what are you waiting for as a motivator to do everything from a load of dishes, uh, to trying something new? It's, I, it's a way to celebrate each moment. It's a, it's a way to spread joy and care to others. And, um, you know, there's, there's nothing but a positive answer to that. You know, what are you waiting for? You just got to dive in and do it. So that, uh, that's what, uh, that's my motto for the year. I don't actually think of you as a procrastinator. So I'm uh, surprised to hear you say that because honestly, you never sit down. I've never seen you sit down ever. And you're, <laughs> no, no, I, don't. I mean, it's certainly I don't. not in the last 25 years. No, I, I don't know. I, I'm just moving or I fall down asleep, but those yeah. are like my two positions. <laughs> right. Right. The, Sitting, I don't do a lot of that. No, but um, but but I but you know I you know it's a, sort of the secret side to me. You know the things build up, Leanne. Yeah, things that I just off. don't want to do. Well, you put stuff off, or it's like, oh well, you know, I'll save that for a special occasion. Don't save it. What are you waiting for? You know that. You want, okay, that I appreciate. Hear, if you want to put on um, some special earrings for the day, put them on, Leanne. What are you waiting for? Right. So that's uh, that's. That's my, that's going to be my approach. And I think it's going to really help me. Okay. Okay. So, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. All thanks. right. So last year, mine was happy to be here. And, uh, cause I had just had the cancer diagnosis and the surgery and it just, there was just a year of gratitude. I was looking forward to 20, uh, 20 with the new book coming out and feeling much better. And I had plans to sort of get out and do a lot of travel and we, and my son's college graduation, we all know what happened. No, nothing happened. Okay. So, but I, and, but I have to say like, there's going to be a little more of same in 2021 for those of us who are 30 million people behind in the vaccine. Like we're really not going to be able to get out and about till June or July, according to estimates. That's how long it's going to take people like me to get the vaccine. So, uh, but I wanted it to be hopeful. I wanted it to be motivating. I have some professional goals that I want to accomplish immediately. I have to do some rewriting that will come out in 2022. Uh, you know, there's always satellite sisters, there's other stuff I'd like to do. There's always fitness goals and things like that. So my motto for 2021 is here we go, because I feel like it needs to be a collective energy from America. Like, okie doke, here we go. Like everyone's in this together. 
We're moving forward in some way. And when um, my son was little, he had a British soccer coach. And I used to just love hearing him yell British things all the time on the field. But there was a uh, he would yell when the kids had like gotten the ball from the other team and sort of the momentum was swinging and they were headed back up the field. Uh, he would say, and we go, and we go, like when they stole the ball from the other team, and we go. And I loved it. It sort of reset them all, and then off they went up the field. Uh, but and we go doesn't make any sense to American ears. So here we go. That's my motto. No, it's That's very, my motto. It's very encouraging, Leon. You know, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's something, yes, so you do, sometimes you say that to children, like, here we go. Okay, we're right. all, or, or to your dog. Do you ever say that to your dog? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. So um, I think it's very encouraging. I mean, that's, that's good. I think it will, it will be a good way to start each day. Uh, it's going to take a lot of 2021 is going to take a lot of fortitude from all of us, right. Yes. To, uh, right. To right. Get on a positive track. And um, this is a good way, but you know, I think it's very important. You know um, I've always felt a lot of pressure to come up with the motto for the year. I mean, you had one, Liz had one. It's like, Oh God, I've got, I've got to come up with one, but I don't, I don't want listeners to feel like any pressure. You can ease into this. Okay. Take your time. Right. I mean, Take your time coming up with uh, whatever is going to be the theme for the year. And if you don't want a theme, you don't have to have a theme. You right? don't have to have a theme. You right. don't have it's, to have any resolutions. You should not put that on you. But you may find it as a, as a sort of an organizing principle, right? Well, we had some people on the Facebook post who were ready to go. You know, they wanted, they were like, what's happening? Are we doing this again this year? Which I appreciate. Thank you, Melissa. Are we doing words or mottos for 2021? And so we had some satellite sisters who were ready to go with it. Lisa said hers was return of the jawline, which <laughs> it just, just, <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Kathleen. Kathleen is setting her um, expectations, I don't want to say low, but modestly, for Q1 in 2021. She's only going with a Q1 oh, well, theme. I like that. And it's, it's, I'm happy enough. Okay, Kathleen, fine. Okay. Good. Emma is, Emma likes uh, the year of goodwill. Let's work together and help those who need it. Emma, that's insane. Very nice. uh, Lizette. Lizette found hers on a greeting card and that's a hundred percent. Okay. Lizette. And it's less crappy, more happy. So there, there you go. <laughs> that would be a cute t-shirt too. Uh, uh, Regina is going with Liz's favorite, calm, strong, and kind. Uh, so that's good. Martha's going with pre pro be proactive, be proactive. Okay. okay. It's kind of like yours, Julie. Why wait? I, Be proactive. I think that's that's important. I, you know, I like Lisa, another Lisa who wrote lighter. Just lighter. Oh, how, how yeah. about that's that's a good one too, right? Yeah. Uh, Angela said her theme every year is it could happen. <laughs> you know what, Angela? I bought a I bought a, a lottery ticket this week, and you know what? It could happen, right? <laughs> What are you waiting yeah. for? You might as well get a lottery ticket, right? That's uh yeah, and then a lot of people just picked one word. Barbara went with recovery. You I know, like she's she's doing some recovery herself and her daughter and recovering all kinds of things. That's good. Let's see, Tamara's is spark. Uh, that's a fun word. I like that word as a word. Uh Lois is going with hope, classic. 
classic. That's a that's an excellent one. last year, Lois. I think you're going to enjoy that. Yes. Stephanie also going with hope this year. So hope in 2021, very popular. Uh, let's see. We have uh, resilient. So that's a classic. And so I think particularly helpful today. Someone said is their 2021 word and reach. That's another one. A couple people going with joy. And yeah. you know what? We can always use more joy. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Fine work. Satellite sisterhood. People are embracing this. Uh, but if you don't want to, don't worry about it. We got you you don't have to. But if you do come up with a motto, go ahead and put it on our Facebook group. Right. Yeah. Cause that yeah. these are very, they're very inspiring to read. And, uh, it's, it's, it's very, you know, again, very positive. That's what, that's what I like. Yes. If you're not a member of our Facebook group, we would love to have you. You just go over to Facebook and search Satellite Sisters in the groups. You do have to answer a couple of questions. They are not trick questions. Uh, we just want to make sure that the group is filled with people who listen to the show and and kind of understand the Satellite Sister ethos. And so those questions, that's what those questions are for. Julie, I have to say I appreciate our group because one of the questions is, um, how do you listen to the show? And mm-hmm. people... People tell us, you know, very specifically, I listen on Spotify or I listen on, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts. And then other people just say, I don't really know. I press that purple thing on my phone and it shows up. <laughs> 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 and that, that's, that's, that's for us. Okay, I'm in. okay, if that's your answer, <laughs> you're in. No judgment. No, no judgment. <laughs> okay. All right. When we come back, we have some pandemic regrets. And then Julie's going to tell us what's in and what's out. But first, we want to thank a couple of sponsors. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here. And we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from pros is getting great reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. From their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Okay, we're back. 
Great to be back. <laughs> okay, we made it through the first segment of 2021. Joel, feeling good, aren't See? you? <laughs> I am. I'm in. We're on a roll now, Leah. Okay, it's yeah, it's uh, it's smooth from here on in. All right, we I read a funny story in the New York Times about things people bought in the pandemic that they regret. And it was everything from like investing thousands of dollars in language programs, swearing that like everyone in their family was going to learn two or three foreign languages to like one guy bought a house. He's like, why did I buy that house? You know, it's an old house. I got in a bidding war. That was stupid. You know, just all kinds of things that people regretted. And it made me think, what what have I bought? that I really regret. And I have to say, I don't consider myself an online shopper. I prefer just to go to the store and buy the same black clothing over and over again. But I had a couple of moments, particularly pre-Christmas, where I was like, this is just a bummer. So I am going to order purple velvet things. Julie, I managed to order (laughs) a purple velvet hoodie and a purple velvet blazer like where am I wearing those two things I don't know what I was thinking I just was taken in by the softness and the Instagram ads and I'm like I guess I got to get more purple velvet in my life I mean the blazer where am I going to wear that I (laughs) around in the backyard when you're walking the dog I I already have I have one black Velvet. velvet blazer what's that purple how did you come up with the purple velvet you just fixed on that one item I just, I have one black velvet blazer that I have been wearing for 10 years. At, at Christmas, I wear it two or three times and I think, this looks great on me. Just really pulls it all together. I don't wear a lot of blazers anymore. So what popped up in my feed, but a purple version of the blazer. I'm like, well, now I'll have two. And, and it arrived and I was like, what was I thinking? Now I don't need two velvet blazers. Anywho, that was just one of the things. Uh, that I bought that I regret. So I thought it was funny. And I posted this on our Satellite Sisters Facebook group to see if other people perhaps had some regrets. Mm-hmm. Oh, Julie, it's a great thread. So yes. even if you just want to be entertained and you have no regrets. But I, I separated out the top three categories. Okay. And uh, I guess it's no surprise. I was just surprised that the Satellite Sisterhood and Mr. Hood was part of the problem. First of all, people have absolutely been hoarding toilet paper. Like- yes, they have. Yes, they have, Liam. A lot of people have have all kinds of toilet paper. Some of it is like subpar toilet paper, right? They got it from from really strange places, right? That, and now they're stuck with it. That is a funny thing. Like people really did panic about the paper products. So they ordered this toilet paper, like rolls of toilet paper with no hole in the middle. So not really a roll, just a roll. It looks almost like a fried egg. It's hard to even describe. A lot of people bulk ordered one ply toilet paper. Oh, now yeah. they regret it. Uh, people in our Satellite Sisters Facebook group are very brand sensitive to their toilet paper. So they're like, well, it's not Charmin. So now what am I going to do? <laughs> And I, no, you got to work through it. You got to work through all that subpar toilet paper that you were, that you purchased. Yeah, no doubt. All right. The other thing, people also part of the problem, I'm sorry to say flour, a lot of people hoarding flour, people who had never baked before buying 40 pounds of flour. Sacks, you know, (laughs) giant sacks of flour. Where are you storing that in your home? You know? I don't know. So that that made me laugh. And then the third category that people clearly went all in on. So many people put beans. Why did I buy so many beans? 
I, I have quite a few cans of bean soup. Lentils were big, land, you know, just a lot of that. Because I think in the beginning you thought you're not going to be able to go to the grocery store at all and that it was going to be survival eating, right? That Didn't you think that? I, you know, I guess. Yeah. I just, I, I just didn't feel, I don't feel that strongly about beans. Like, <laughs> so I guess I was just surprised people like, okay, the first thing I got to do is secure a lot of beans, but yeah. apparently that's what people did. So it just made me laugh. Uh, okay. What, what ones did you like, Julie? I, I mean, I love that Shelly, you know, she said she has spaghetti noodles for the, for the, that will last 126 years. Okay. She was not going to be without pasta. And do you know, there, there is a bucatini shortage right now. Do you know? Do you like bucatini pasta? It's I, sort of I like, know. I mean, I know what it is. I didn't know it was so hot. I, I is, use all kinds of pasta. Yes, but not it's a, sort of a thick spaghetti uh, pasta. It's delicious, but there's a shortage. And uh, Shelly, I guess, is contributing <laughs> to that. Okay, Tracy, she wasn't getting taking uh, uh, beans, but she she hoarded way too much gin. Is well, that's okay. medicinal. I mean, that's an that's an antiseptic as well. So I get yes. it. <laughs> that's that's true. Like again, if you have to perform surgery, home surgery, you may need some additional bottles of gin. Uh, Margaret is sort of in your category, Leanne. Uh, you know, she didn't purchase a purple uh, velvet uh, blazer, but she bought herself a wig. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that because. I, I think Margaret was, she doesn't know exactly why, why that happened, but I like that, Margaret, because we weren't certain that the salons were ever going to open again. And you know what? If, if you have a wig, that could really help you down the line. Right? <laughs> I hadn't really considered that as an option, but okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then Denise, uh, all I can say about Denise is she kind of had a, sort of an unhealthy relationship with a bidet attachment. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Bought, a lot of people bought bidets. Yes. I, but, you she, know, or bidets, bidets. Right. Whatever. She, you must, yeah. uh, she, she bought one, then she returned it, and then she bought it again. Okay. So, so I don't know what's going on there, Denise, but you got to work through it, you know, and I hope, and I hope you're good. So. Uh, those were those were super funny, Leanne. It is, and if you have a moment, you should go there and just enjoy. Yeah, Tamara said they she said the opposite of remorse is that they were remodeling and they put in the bidet, and she said it was one of her better decisions. And you know, Carol said, "Oh yeah, I also bought a bidet toilet seat, and then bought both my adult sons so to bidets. So that's that's not weird." <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Kathy has five pounds of dehydrated veggies if anyone needs them because she doesn't know why she has them. I like to tell the people that bought canned meat because that <laughs> phrase is just funny. And then the seeing the picture, pictures of like that roast beef hash that mom used to feed us in the 70s. I, I love was... that. I love that. Man. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't uh, say anything about that corned beef hash. I love it. <laughs> All right. Elizabeth said her husband eats the same oatmeal every day. So he's the one that panicked. He was worried he couldn't get it restocked. What's going to happen? So we bought a 40 pound box of oatmeal, <laughs> 40 pounds. He just didn't pay attention to how much he's purchased. And she said now he uses it as a footrest under his desk. So. <laughs> I know okay. the storage is an issue when you buy right. in bulk. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Jenny, this is, this is, uh, this is funny. Jenny, like, remember we were all, we, it was hard to get face masks in the beginning and people wanted yeah. those plastic masks and everything. So Jenny ordered something that she said was very pricey and totally useless, useless, this plasticky hat face cover thing that took months to arrive. And then she forced her child to wear it just because she had paid so much money for it. So that, that made me laugh. Um, uh, okay. Sylvia said she had a weak moment on Amazon prime day and oh. she may now have achieved Sable stash acquisition beyond life expectancy in the garden seed category. So there you go. And then, uh, and then she also said she also has a lot of knit, uh, yarn too. Cause oh, she's yeah. a knitter. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's it. Um, boy, but the toilet paper, people were really, really panicked. I have to say that about the toilet paper, bunch of Instagram purchases, people regretted. Uh, and, uh, Carolyn regrets actually buying a car because she bought, <laughs> she, she bought it in the beginning of February and she only put 3,400 miles on it. Well, you know what? You can just use it for that much longer, Carolyn. So don't right. worry. That's what You're I going think. to enjoy it. Oh, I mean, 2021, there, there could be more driving in your future. That's Yeah, good. let's just, hope. Yeah, let's yeah. hope. All yeah. right. Well, thank you. These were fun. These were fun to look at. All Those right. Were good. Those were excellent. Well, Leon, 2021, So we did, and I do Tuesday Trends. So today it's ins and outs for 2021. So you want to pay attention to this. I need some opinion about what you think. Okay. First trend that is in is high-tech outdoor gear for people that live like in LA. So that when you're walking around in LA, particularly, you know, satellite misters, if you're walking around in LA or in New York, um, that you have a high-tech backpack, you know, not just, not just uh, a sack, but, you know, some high-tech gear that you could mountaineer in, that you have some high-tech boots on, that you're wearing special hiking pants, you know, that you're, you're going to Patagonia um, but you're actually walking around in Pasadena in these. Okay. 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 You got that? Yeah. And we even yeah. have a name for it. It's called Gorp Core. Have you heard this? Now, Gorp, you know what Gorp is. That is the little s snack that you take hiking. And that um, is an acronym for good old raisins and peanuts. Did you know that's what Gorp stood for? Yes, I did. Okay, I never knew that. Okay, so that was news to me. So, but anyway, Gorp Core is a fashion trend. Okay, so you don't you don't have to actually. Maybe this would be good for you, Leon, because there's no hiking involved. There's no mountain climbing <laughs> or snowshoeing or any of that. You just wear very high tech outdoor gear around because it looks good. You know what? Whatever gets you through the year, I think. I do think people have a feeling like at any minute now, things could change and they might need to go into survival mode. So I understand that. I okay. don't think I'll be participating here in California. I don't really need like zip off hiking pants, but I, I, I have to say. Nobody, nobody up, does, Liam. Did I say that? Nobody. <laughs> Does. I don't know. Am I going to wear pants or shorts? Well, it's a good thing these pants have a zipper because maybe I'll just zip them off. Um, I don't know. Oh, but no. I do think, I think 
shoes that you can walk a lot in are a good idea. If that means hiking yes. boots, fine. If that's your idea of hiking boots, sure, fine. I'm I'm down with that. Okay, and and certainly because there's uh, so many more things are outdoors uh, to have to wear warm clothes or to have high tech clothes, it makes a little more sense. Okay, yeah, that. But okay, second one, Leanne. You are going to be so happy. You probably know this. Well, it doesn't matter to you because you've you've always worn them. Clogs are back in. Okay. Oh, Clogs are really in. Okay. And now I, I would like to just stipulate right at the start of this that um, I like people who wear clogs. That would be anyone in the healthcare field, um, certainly flight attendants, uh, chefs, artists. I just don't like clogs. Okay. I like the people who wear them, but just, <laughs> the shoe does not work for me. But now, Leanne, they are so in that Hermes, the very fancy French designers, they are coming out with a $990 clog. Okay, are you going to buy that? No, I'm not, Julie. I'm not going to buy that. Imagine that, $1,000 for a clog. If you want it, that's that's what our world has come to now. Okay, that uh, and that Celine as well, another high-end fashion house out of uh, France, $900 for a cool black clog with a little metal trim on it. Hmm. Okay. Well, there are plenty of clogs out there that fall way below that number, but I'm glad to see they're being embraced by the fashion world. I mean, those of us who have always known and have stuck with our dance co clogs for years, we're happy, we're happy to welcome Hermes and Celine to our family. Okay. 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 Be on the lookout because I'm sure they're going to be in LA. I think that's where these clogs are going to be. Okay. Next one. Now we've loved, we have embraced at Satellite Sisters for many years, the whole Hugue um, uh, movement that goes on in uh, Scandinavia or however you pronounce it. Hugue. Yigi. Yigi. Okay. Well, we know that's about cozy living. That's not making yourself happy in a cozy, warm place. Well, this year, here's a new layer that you can add to it, Leanne. Now you can drink like a Viking. Okay. Think about this, Leanne. Okay. Of course, the Vikings passed around a horn of mead, but now we're talking about cocktails that are, have Uh, that are, you know, sort of Nordic in flavor or have some kind of Nordic theme in it. So that's going to add to your huging, okay? Okay. And I think your son, who who is becoming quite the bartender, um, that he should get on some of these Nordic drinks. Uh, uh, What do you think? Yeah. What is it like with Aquavit? Isn't that the only... Aquavit or Star Anise? Yes. Okay. Uh, Okay. This is... This is what you want to see, you know, a citrus cordial with aquavit and a star anise uh, garnish. What do you think? All right. I'll check. I think that sounds good. I mean, I'm not sure that the Viking strength that, but okay. <laughs> okay. No, again, no, but you just, it's part okay. of the Viking made. Just imagine okay. you're in a Nordic country uh, when you, when you make one of these cocktails, it. just try it Got out. It. I want a full report on that. Okay. Here's just other things that in your home that you might want to incorporate this year because they're in, in, in. Okay. And yeah, I know, Leanne, you like to keep your house fresh and contemporary. Exactly. Uh, you have some uh, fuzzy accent pillows. They're totally in. Okay. Okay. Open air showers. Okay. You can do it in California. In fact, I know you have one. Okay. Yeah. But uh, most, you know, most other climates, it's a little trickier or cabinets without hardware. That's in, in, in. So I want you to take off all the knobs in your kitchen. You don't need them anymore, Leanne. Okay. Those are out. Okay. I don't, doesn't the whole, wouldn't the whole side of your cabinet get 
dirty like just the hand prints i i I feel like the hardware serves a purpose on a cabinet it preserves the cabinet but okay jewel whatever people whatever you say whatever you say all right all right now here's my out list for 2021 Um, all right it starts with sadly i'm very sad to announce this because you know it has been a satellite sister tradition for in january for many years um that we all enter the hgtv dream home contest okay (laughs) Right. Yes. I mean, yes. I, well, you and Monica in particular yes, have I, really, um, yes, we really thought it. you were going to win that. Yeah, we really think we I mean, it's this is the two things I do in January. I buy a lottery ticket and I enter the HGTV Dream Home Contest and I just fantasize about, you know, winning either the lottery or this dream home. OK, um, but I have to say uh, and I was. When I heard that the location was Newport, Rhode Island, I was very excited about that because that's a beautiful place to visit, to uh, vacation. Sounded sounded great. But honestly and truly, Leanne, the Newport, Rhode Island HGTV dream home, it, it's a nightmare. It is a paint job nightmare, okay? <laughs> I, 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 and I am not alone. I know that other, other members of the well, sisterhood- oh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just went to the HGTV site to take a look at it, and the music came on. Who? Okay, go ahead, Joel. Okay, you see this, but you see it is. Uh, so I think it's done by a designer who had never been to Rhode, Rhode Island, but felt like that was a very patriotic or no, nautical place. So the whole house, the interior is red. Okay, that oh. is not calming. That is no. not soothing. No. It is like this very harsh red, and when it's not harsh red. Then it's this intense blue. And then when you can't take the red and the blue anymore, then they have rooms that are bright turquoise and this golden yellow. It's 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 a horror show, Lan. Okay. It's just too much. Okay. And you know, so even if you won the dream home, you would have to spend so much. You would have to coat these walls like three, four times to get rid of this red. I'm telling you, it's a lot. And then, you know, they always have a nice show how they explain how they build it and everything. And I agree with a number of Satellite Sister listeners uh, that had commented on our Facebook group that it, it just sort of was a Wayfair commercial, the whole thing. Now, okay. now we love product placement, Leon, and we love right. advertisers right. and they're very important. And I understand this, but at some point, at some point it's too much. Okay. It's just too much. So I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to give it an out this year. I'm not going to enter the contest. Uh, so if you want that dream home, you have a better shot now that I'm not entering the contest. I haven't conferred with uh, our sister Monica to see what her opinion is, but um, don't, what do you think, Lynn? See, it's a lot. I, I, what is this segment we're doing? Is this just you I, talking about, <laughs> is this an out? An out. The dream home is an out. I know. Okay. I went on a little. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got worked up. And then uh, just a couple other outs. Okay. This cannot be true. And apparently they have not told Chip and Joanna because they've now just launched a new network. But allegedly modern farmhouse design is over. I can't believe that. Um, other outs for the year. Open shelving. This is bad news for Liz and me because we both have open shelving in our kitchen. You know, if you've w- watched any episodes of Cooking with Liz, you know uh, Liz has that. Rip jeans and neon are both out. Okay, Leanne. That's so, good. Okay. I, I, okay. Thank God I didn't stockpile that during the pandemic. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, he sh- shoot. What am I going to do with all those bright orange puffer coats I bought? All right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. 
so that's my report. Okay. Um, uh, the ins and outs for 2021 get get started on the right path. Okay, that's that's what I want you to do. All right, thanks, Jewel. Um, okay, coming up, I have a new hobby, and it was inspired by the Satellite Sisterhood, and I'm definitely going to need some help with it. So stay tuned for that. Going to announce what the new hobby is. We have entertaining sisters, and a reminder about our event in April. Save the date. Save the date. But first, we would like to thank a few sponsors. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. (laughs) By the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay, we're back. Uh, I want to remind people, you know, it seems like uh, we planned this a while ago because we did. We were supposed Uh to have an event in Washington, D.C. last May. That didn't happen. We have rescheduled it as a virtual event on Sunday, April 11th. Time TBD, but it will probably be in the, we're depending on where you are, late afternoon, early evening. Uh, So I just want to mention that to people to save the date. April 11th is the date. As soon as tickets are available and time is determined, we will let you know the links and everything. But it will be all five sisters. It will be a fun live event. It will be virtual. So you can join from anywhere in the country. We want to thank the folks at Sixth and I uh, for making this happen because, um, you know, if we had to do it ourselves, uh, we might not. Joel, we might. (laughs) My motto this year is what are we waiting for? So we're doing it, Leanne. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Okay. All five sisters in April. You want to be there. Yes. Mark your calendar or, or however right. you, you know, keep track of things. Yes. So just want to remind you, April 11th is the date, information and tickets, TBD, but but circle that and, you know, don't make any other giant plans, people, uh, especially those of you getting the vaccine. I know you'll be out. Julie, you'll probably be dancing or something. <laughs> of us With my mask waiting. still on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I bought myself a gift uh, this Christmas and it was inspired by the Satellite Sisterhood. I actually bought myself a membership at Ancestry.com. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I decided to do a little Dolan slash Klarman family genealogy because you remember a couple of months ago when we mentioned our grandfather uh-huh. <laughs> and we yes. both had Liz and I had and you had very different memories of who he was <laughs> and what he did for a living. And we we're like, huh? Who knew? We don't know. We don't know anything about our grandparents in the Dolan family. There was none. Yes. And and then within seconds, members of the satellite sisterhood who were into genealogy, like had the answer. They showed us his, you know, employment records and his birth certificate. And, you know, I thought he worked for the railroad. Liz thought you thought he worked for a brewery. He worked for the railroad and a brewery. That was the and the satellite sisterhood nailed it. And it just got me thinking, like, I know very little about our family. Mainly, uh, part of it, I think, is because I, I, as youngest, all of my grandparents had died before I was born, except for um, our mom's dad, William Carmen, the broom slash uh, railroad uh, engineer. And, but he died when I was four. And so I just don't have any memory of the the next generation, really. And and our parents didn't really talk a lot about where they came from and where the family came from. I mean, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to join Ancestry. This will be kind of fun. Julie, I thought it was basically like a Google search. Like you just put in your name and boom, all the answers came up. You have to do some it's, work with this. Oh my gosh. It's so much more complicated than that. And I suppose it's good. I just didn't have any idea of how it worked. And because again, I know so little, I was like, well, I know our grandparents names sort of, but their parents, I don't really know. And all of a sudden they're like, well, is this your grandparent? Is this your grandparent? Is this your grandparent? Because, you know, oh. believe it or not, many people with the same names could also live in Worcester, Massachusetts. So they were, I was like, I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. I don't know if this is the person I'm meeting. So I can see that this is going to take a lot longer than a simple Google search, which is what I, <laughs> I thought. You were hoping you'd get a whole family yeah. tree and profile yeah. all done, printed out. Okay. That's what I thought. That is what I actually, uh, no, you actually have to like search these records. And is this Frank Rourke or Frank Rourke? Was it the name Rourke or O'Rourke? I don't really it's- remember. Yes, yes. What was it? Was it Rourke or O'Rourke? O'Rourke, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so I'm going to have to actually canvas our own family members to just say, give me any names and dates you recall, because I don't have any knowledge. Well, that that should be a real data dump for you later. (laughs) (laughs) Canvas our family to see what they know. That should should keep you busy for a while. Well, I've, that's that's great, Leon, and I think it would be a great gift to all of us if you do all that hard work. Yes, that's what I I'm, thought. I'm like no one else it. is going to do it. I don't think anyone else is burning down the house with ancestry. But I am sure that the satellite sisterhood, now that I see sort of how complicated it is, can give me tips on things to yes. do at ancestry.com that would help my search and help me putting together the tree. Because I also see like there's all kinds of add-ons like. Oh, yes, I would like to see the marriage announcement of mom's parents. Wouldn't that be fun to actually? So that popped up the other day. Oh, but that's a whole nother fee to see the mayor. I was like, oh, how does this work? So that's what I'm looking for, Satellite Sisterhood. If you have a couple of Ancestry.com tips that I can like use as I start to build our family tree. So, so, So far, it's like the eight of us, mom and dad, and like one grandparent. I just... It's sad. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Well, we'll but, help you. We'll help you, little sister. We're going to we'll, do we'll it. Give you, we'll give you some details. Yes. Gonna... Great project, Leanne. I'm so happy you're doing it. I'm okay. Doing it. Okay.
Okay. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. All right. Entertaining sisters now. Um, all right. We have to start with Bridgerton because you watched it. I watched yes. it. Many satellite sisters watched it. Uh, according to CBS News this morning, by the end of January, 63 million, 63 million American households will tune into it. It's a huge hit on yes. Netflix. Uh, it's based on a series of romance novels by Julia Quinn. So I'd like to recommend the books first. If you haven't read them, they're wonderful uh, and they're sassy, uh, the whole Bridgerton series. Uh, it was uh, turned into a TV show by Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it is hot and steamy and just a lot of fun. I mean, did you enjoy it, Joel? I, d- I did enjoy it, Leanne. Uh, it's not um, it's not for children, though. You no. know, this is this is an adult show. So even though it you know it's so it is not um, uh, you know you just you have to. It's only for adults. You you shouldn't encourage children <laughs> children to watch it because yes, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's not it's, a history lesson. And it's, it's steamy. Not- they've got good romances. They've got good characters fabulous costumes, fabulous settings. The music is great. So it's a real fresh take on, um, you know, sort of a, a period of time that you probably have seen other movies about. Yes. Right. So it's like super sexy Jane Austen, basically, yeah. is if you're wondering, oh, what is it all about? So, uh, but because it's Shonda Rhimes, it's just the casting is sort of color conscious, colorblind yes. casting. So that just adds to it. And like the acting is actually really good and the writing is really good. Uh, Really just a fun, just a fun thing. Um, It's eight episodes for the first season. And those of you, they are going to do a second season. And if you haven't read the novels, there are eight Bridgerton children. So there's a novel for each one of them telling their marriage stories. So who knows how long it could go on? Yeah, it's fun. The novels are fun. Julia Quinn, again, is the author. Um, but I know at the end, many people like me were like, well, now what? Now what am I going to watch? I guess I could watch Pride and Prejudice again with Kira Knightley, but <laughs> that would make like the 12th time this month. So um, so I saw Marie Claire had a list of things you could watch after Bridgerton. Oh, things good. like Gossip Girl. Okay. That's, you know, Outlander. Julie, we watched yep. it. We know yep. it. That's a good yes. one if you haven't read that. Um Pride and Prejudice, the mini series, not just the Kira Knightley one, the original Colin Firth one, totally worth uh, tuning into. Downton Abbey, uh, Belgravia. Have you seen The Great, Julie? Did you watch The Great on Hulu by any chance about I Catherine did, the Great? No, it's a really fun contemporary take on Catherine the Great. But I also want to recommend Sanditon on uh, PBS Masterpiece. So oh. you have to find it there. So it's it was on the, your local PBS station, but now you need the streaming service, PBS Masterpiece. So it was like the last novel of Jane Austen that wasn't finished. And so the producers have taken it and they've they've sort of upgraded it a little bit. So it's a little bit sexier than your usual Jane Austen and great casting and really kind of an interesting setting called Sanditon. So those are those are some recommendations I would make if you're searching around for what to what to watch next after Bridgerton. But you got to watch Bridgerton. I mean, I saw one headline. It was sort of, it's inevitable. Just either you've watched Bridgerton or you're going to watch it this month. So it's, okay. But Leanne, I have a book for us, you know, and I mean, I know you're like a prolific reader, but you know, for me, over the last nine months, it's been a little harder for me to get into books, you know, right away. you know, so I've read some, but, you know, but if, if that's your situation and you're looking for 
just a good recommendation of a book that like takes off and you can get involved in, I would like to recommend a very entertaining and interest, interesting book. It's called The Arctic Fury by Greer McAllister. And this is equal parts courtroom drama and adventure thriller. And it's about an all-female Arctic expedition in the 19th century. Okay, oh, and it's, okay. Based, it's based on a true story of a lost Arctic expedition and the search for the survivors. So, but this book is about the 12 extraordinary women that start out, that, that take this journey, um, to trying to find this other Arctic expedition that got lost. And then at the same time, there's a courtroom drama. So it goes back and forth. So it's really fun to read, very interesting. Uh, I enjoyed it, The Arctic Fury by Greer McAllister. Okay, good one. I've seen that a lot of places, Julie, but I didn't yeah. really take in what it was. Oh, it sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Well, mm -hmm. I have a bunch of books that are coming out. Uh, one of the things, so that I've read them already, they are not published yet, um, but one of the things I get to do as a member of the media and as a writer is get advanced copies of books. So I have been tearing, just absolutely tearing through books recently. I just find a lot of joy <laughs> in reading books, but it's always a problem when people say, what, what are you reading? What do you recommend? And I'm like, books that are coming out in next July. So that's usually not that helpful to people. But um, I read four books I want to recommend that are coming out in the first quarter of this year, basically February and March. So if you're looking for your next book club pick, for instance, or uh -huh. you want to, you know, you want to just pre-order some books right now, while if, you know, reading more in 2021 is one of the things on your list, I want to recommend uh, these books. Okay, the first one, sister, is for you, but it's for anyone out there who likes historical fiction, but this book is called Band of Sisters. It's cool. by Lauren, Lauren Willig. And here's why it's for you, Joel. Uh, and, and for, you know, my friend Susan and my friend Ryan and my friend Courtney, uh, it's about a group of women who went to Smith College. Oh, okay. it's a true okay. story. Went to a bunch of women who went to Smith College early in the century and then formed like an all women's support group during World War One, And oh. like, with absolutely no business whatsoever, couple of doctors, social workers, do-gooders from Smith got themselves to France in the middle of a war zone to support a small French town there in the Somme. And it is a fantastic historical drama. It moves. It's got great characters. But it's also all about these awesome, awesome Smith women. And it's a true story, Julie. And uh, so this is uh, not this is fiction. It's historical fiction. And there's a nonfiction book coming out, I guess, soon, too. But I think you will absolutely love it. I want you to tell all your Smith sisters about it because it's just okay. wonderful. Band of Sisters by Lauren Willing. Another histor historical drama is Surviving Savannah by Patty Callahan. That comes out in March. And this is, I like historical dramas that are set contemporary and history, contemporary and history. And this is about like a researcher researching what is a little known um, uh, sinking, a ship sinking. 
basically like imagine if the titanic happened in america that's what this was a boat that sunk in savannah it's true story and so we go back and forth between the modern day uh historian taking a look at the wreckage and then we were put on the boat during during the event fantastic historical fiction by patty callahan who really knows how to write these female characters in history that just really stick with you so that comes out in march uh, a book that comes out in February that I think will get a lot of buzz when it comes out is called The Kindest Lie by Nancy Johnson. It's a contemporary story. Well, it's set um, it's set right after the 2008 election in that holiday period after President Obama was elected. Uh, it's uh, Nancy Johnson is a black writer and she's a journalist. This is her first novel. And it's about sort of a home going, someone going back to their to their roots in the deep South where they haven't been before. And it takes a look at issues of class and race and education and opportunity. And even though it's set in 2008, it feels very contemporary. And the questions that the author is asking and answering are really relevant now. Plus it just moves. There's a little bit of a mystery to it. There's great relationships. You sort of understand kind of what happens when somebody gets out of their super dirt poor hometown through education and what happens if you don't? So that's The Kindest Lie by Nancy that Johnson. very good, Liam. Yeah, a lot to talk. That's a good book club pick. A lot, lot to chew on there. And then one book I want to recommend that's just bananas. It's just a really <laughs> fun, like, you what is... those too, yes. <laughs> it's just a, what is happening in this book uh, is a book called Who is Maud Dixon by Alexandra Andrews. It's her first novel as well. Uh, this has a little bit of I didn't read the silent patient yet because everyone else in America did and I was bitter but um I just uh so you know that's just my professional jealousy okay <laughs> coming that's okay. to the floor that's good claim it claim it sister <laughs> but but I read this one and I see that it's being compared to that so it's about a writer and her assistant and so it's a book about books which I like uh you, you just don't know which of the characters is real or believable or what's happening. There's a mystery. There's a lot of history. It's just really sharply written. And the story takes twists and turns that are just bananas, is what I would say. So that is Who is Maud Dixon by Alexander Andrews. I think that also will be getting a lot of buzz. But um, it's worth it. It's a good book. So... We have a Satellite Sister shop at bookshop.org. I try every week after the show, if we mention a book, I add it to our page. So that sort of acts as our book, you know, book uh, compendium where we mention all the books. So I'll put links to that on the website so you don't have to stop your car and try to write these books down. We'll mention all these books on the Facebook group and in social media. And then, but just to let you know, there is a page that has all the books uh, there. It's at bookshop.org. That is a store that supports indie bookstores. So if you're looking to also support independent bookstores, but still shop safely online, bookshop.org makes that possible. All right. Uh, That's it for this week. But no, it's a good list. It's historical. It's all kinds of things. So I am just tearing through books. And that's not even all the audio books I've listened to. We'll do that next week. Next week. Oh, so many murder mysteries. I just can't stop listening. Just, Just can't stop it.
Okay. I need to go back to work. I need to stop listening to audiobooks. Um, all right. Uh, we would like to thank Sergio Enriquez. Sergio, Happy New Year. Uh, thanks for being with us this year. We appreciate it. A big thanks to our sponsors. This is a loyal group of sponsors here at Satellite Sisters, and we really do appreciate you sticking with us. We also appreciate the Satellite Sisterhoods that supports these sponsors. It really, truly does make the show possible. Thank you to all of you. Um, okay, Jewel, to-do list, what do you got? What do you okay, got on your list? I have a $5 shout-out to two brand-new satellite misters, Baby Henry and Baby Charlie. A big welcome to the world, boys, okay? <laughs> Live it up. What are, you, what are you waiting for? That's what I have to say. <laughs> are these are two baby relatives or just one's a baby relative one's um one's a a friend's baby both new grandmothers land that's what i'm that's really what's important we have new grandmothers in the world and and we need more of them excellent all right well that's on the flip side of that my to-do is just to wish two classic satellite sisters happy birthday uh corny cole our former executive producer it's her birthday today and donna fazari our former agent it is also her birthday today. They are birthday buddies and they are our birthday buddies and satellite sisters. And so happy birthday to Corny and Donna. I yes, miss them. Happy, we had a lot of good times we, with them. We, we happy, happy birthday, Donna and, and Corny. We love you and we miss you. All right. We're the satellite sisters. Jewel, have a great week. You too, Leanne. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs> <laughs>